Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Athlete CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Averill. I'm the co-founder of AWM, where we partner with our clients to unlock the full potential of their wealth for maximum impact. And one of the things that we believe to the core at AWM is the greatest driver of your net worth is your human capital. And so this podcast, the Athlete CEO Podcast is all about how do we bring you the tools, the tactics, and access to the best experts to unlock your full human capital? And so today we're joined by our resident peak performance coach, master, and expert, Josiah Igano. Joe, welcome back to the podcast. E, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm excited for this conversation today because uh, journaling is something that I have done for an extremely long time. Uh, in my life. And unfortunately, it's also something that I've neglected in the last yeah. couple of years is, is I've had kids. And why I'm so excited to have this conversation is this isn't just like a nice to have, it's it's mm -hmm. actually a tool of performance. And so yeah. um, I would love to just start there and and talk talk a little bit about why are we talking about something that seems so basic like journaling? Yeah. First of all, I mean, thanks again for having me. Uh, when you talk, when you talk about journaling, I think we need to start with the fact that the human mind is capturing anywhere between ten to sixty or plus or minus thousand thoughts every single day, right? So we are inundated with information. I think I saw a stat the other day that was saying that we scroll right the length of the Eiffel Tower. Right. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're looking at our cell phones between 80 you know, to 150 times a day. The average cell phone is within 10 feet of us at any given time. And the average text message is responded to within minutes. And so, you know, you take that and you couple that with the, hey, we're having 60,000 plus thoughts a day. We're drinking out of a proverbial fire hose. Right. And so journaling is a way to help organize our ideas. Um, it's an also a way to help mitigate stress, anxiety, uh, rumination, right? You know, just these thoughts that we keep having and we don't, you know, we don't have anybody to talk to or, or we don't have anybody to talk to at the moment. Uh, it's a way to, journaling is a way to help us capture vital information, right? Uh, and so it's one of those things where it does become, to use your, your, use your words, it becomes a tool of performance, right? And it's a, it's a capturing tool. Yeah, it, I uh, a few things that I'm thinking about right there is one of the the things that I feel I break down is you say this information overload, whether it's the messaging that's coming in or or now education is entertainment that mm -hmm. we see with master class or the latest and greatest book, right? Is is I can get caught in this thing of thinking that the way I'm going to get better is just by consuming more oh, mm. and more and more. And it's the next podcast and this next yes. podcast. And, and what I realize is a lot of times I'm like, man, I think I'm just like fat on information yeah. and I don't know that I'm actually learning or implementing something mm -hmm. and, and journaling becomes a way to start to reflect, which we've done a previous podcast mm -hmm. on. Can you just maybe talk a little bit more about that of of why the journaling in the space is so important for ultimately what we're trying to do is not get more information yeah we, we want that information to do something for us yeah i know absolutely so 
I think as you as you're asking me that question, my mind goes back to uh, uh, famed uh, PhD Dr. Sandra Bond Chapman. I got a chance to meet her several years ago um, out of Dallas. There, she does tremendous work, Dr. Sandra Bond Chapman, uh, and her, and a lot of her work is based on the brain. And the frontal lobe, right, is where we have our executive functioning, we're making decisions, um, we're doing a lot of critical thinking, uh, is, is a gatekeeper, so to speak, to um, all things thought. And so, you know, when we're constantly overloading, it's actually taxing our brains and it's, mm. it, it's toxic. So your brain has built-in functions to sift and weed things out. Because could you imagine? Could you imagine what we would do if we were tried to, if we would try to uh, consume, capture, use, watch all the videos, podcasts, commercials? That's why people hate commercials. Why? Why? Why do people? Why do you think people hate commercials so much? I, they're, I mean, they're pointless. Period. Full stop. They're. And I'm sorry for all the advertisers out there <laughs> spending billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but they're, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's unnecessary information, right? Yes. And yeah. so it's one of those things whereby it's like, that's why, that's why we hate buying books that suck, right? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's meaningless. Uh, this is meaningless. Let me get to the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, that's why we, when we were in college, we wanted Cliff's Notes because totally. we, we didn't want the fluff. We just wanted the, 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 the nuts and bolts. And so, the 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 brain has built-in functionality to help sift out and weed things out, right? Uh, and this is a a function of brain health. You know what I mean? Um, and we can talk about this here in a little bit. But whatever you cannot access, you cannot use. So if you can't access information, you can't use it. Wow. So if you have, if you know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to use that example. I was going to use a, an example that's probably controversial. So I'll, I'll save that for another one. All right. But you cannot, you, you cannot use, man, what you can't access. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I always love these, these sessions. I, I feel like I'm selfishly just getting a ton of, uh, performance coaching for myself. That's why I do this. But, uh, you're so right. You know, is, is I can get in the habit of having this FOMO mm -hmm. of, Everybody else is leading the late, reading the latest and greatest book, or listening to the latest greatest podcast. But I would have never thought that too much information was toxic, yeah. right? Like that was a very strong word to yeah. say. No, you're you're actually hurting yourself. The thing that you think you're doing to help yourself is causing, you know, a lack of performance. So. Mm -hmm. So being able to master content, it's one of the things I was doing with our one of our athlete clients the other day that I love. He's been a client for 10 years, um, just an exceptional human being. But what he wanted to know was, is like, he really wanted to learn about investing, like making good mm -hmm. decisions. So what I did with them, and here's what's crazy. I've had these conversations with him for 10 years. And he's like, man, I feel like I should have known this stuff. I said, well, We've never prioritized it for you to be able to recall. Yeah. And so I had him teach me. Yep. And he got up on the whiteboard. And now I know with full conviction that this player could walk into a locker room and anybody else and teach him the framework of investing. Absolutely. Because now he can recall it. Yeah. But I think of how many things I've listened to, watched, read that I've, I mean, I've got no idea. So mm -hmm. 
maybe talk a little bit, and this might be getting outside of journaling, but I feel like journaling a lot of times comes in tandem with setting goals yeah. of, you know, road mapping in the beginning of the year, revision, mission, values. Can you talk about why pen to paper matters so much? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, journaling is the kinest, I call it the kinesthetic version of reflection. So it is, it's head to pen to paper. And there's so much to be said. It's, it's funny. I, I had a post, you know, a, a little while ago and all the, like when I journal or when I write in books, it's funny because you can actually remember where exactly in that journal it is. There's something about having that signature, that neuro signature on a piece of paper that connects you to that piece of paper or to that journal, to that notebook, to that notepad. Um, and it heightens, it, it just, it just proves to be just better when it comes to remembering. Um, and typically, you know, they've, there's some controversial research out there, but goal setting is huge, right? You know, it's like, oh, let's set goals. Let's, let's know where we want to be. And what, what do people typically do? They get on a big whiteboard, like you said, or they get a journal out and a paper and they start writing it down. Right. Um, and these serve as the, you know, the tangible framework of, this is what I intend to do. When you, as soon as you take those thoughts that are in my mind or that are in the atmosphere and you can put it on paper, that's a powerful move because you're having 60,000 of them. And if I can grab that and put it on paper, that's a powerful move because many people don't even do that. Right. Oh, I want to be I want to be a millionaire. I want to go to the league or I want to be, you know, uh, an all star. I want to win the Super Bowl. I want to be a Cy Young. OK, what, what's the first step in that? Well, uh, you have to do A, B and C before you even get to that starting line. Right. And so journaling helps with that. Again, it's a capturing tool and there are many different versions and ways to journal um, and none is better than the other. It just depends on what you're trying to go after. Yeah, the what comes to mind is you talk about being able to decipher out of all that information to capture it onto that piece of paper is for whatever reason, my mind went to, to Michelangelo, right. With the sculpture of mm -hmm. sometimes it's removing, right. Starting, oh, yeah. starting with this block and the artist is able to remove. And, and I reflect on so many conversations I've had with our founders or with our athletes is a lot of times we just don't have clarity. Mm -hmm. We're foggy and we have a general idea. So from a performance standpoint, we've had so many of these conversations with our baseball players recently because we're in the middle of spring training of, of asking them of what is success? What does it actually take to become the starting shortstop of XYZ team? Why do you get paid? And what I understand we a lot of us have a fuzzy general concept, mm -hmm. but we don't have specificity. We don't have clarity, yeah. and I think it it it's why it's actually so hard to answer these questions mm -hmm. when I have to take my pen to paper and write something out. What I yeah. realize there's a gap between what I think I understand and the intentionality with which I'm live living my life, and so yes. I think that that's where journaling can can be helpful shifting a little bit on the use of journaling, one thing that you said is it can help with stress, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because uh, in case we haven't noticed, it's been a pretty stressful last uh, last few months and yeah. years. And yeah. so I'd love to just hear of that as people here really deal with 
loneliness, tension, depression, anxiety. Can you yeah. talk about how journaling enters enters in there? Absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, a listening ear has a healing quality. One of my mentors told me that a while back, you know, he said a listening ear has a healing quality and just uh, being available to listen to somebody does wonders for that individual. But you know what? Sometimes as a professional athlete, you know, there's not a lot of people around you that you can trust to listen, right? Um, especially if you're on the road, long road trip, or or whatever the case may be, in a slump, right? You don't want to be around. Sometimes you just don't even want to be around people, right? Um, and so journaling helps you to get those thoughts out onto the paper without any reservation. And it is almost like a cleanse. It's like a mental cleanse, a mental reset. One of the uh, ways in which you can journal is what we call stream of consciousness journaling. And in stream of consciousness journaling, you just basically set a time, 15, 10, 15 minutes. A lot of writers do this actually, 20 minutes, whatever the case may be, an hour. And you just write whatever comes to your mind. Don't hold back. Just write. Just whatever it is, just write it. Don't hold back. And what happens is it acts as a, a means to uh, transfer ideas. It's almost like talking to someone, right? It, I, I mentioned rumination earlier, you know, just continually to think about and dwelling upon things that might not even be true. Get that stuff out on paper. Um, sometimes if you, if I have problems sleeping, I sleep like a rock. I sleep well. I can, you know, I can fall out anywhere. Uh, I'm not narcoleptic, but I can fall out anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, but sometimes if I have had a very busy week or very, very busy day rather, um, and it's hard to sleep, you know what I'll do? I'll pull out a pen and paper, dude, and I'll just start writing. <sighs> and you will be amazed at what that does to help hit the reset button, help to clear your mind and just to relieve stress. It works. Yeah. And I believe it. And I think of for myself, a few of the things I've implemented is instead of just being so tied to my technology, is just making sure that I have a pen and paper with me wherever I can go yeah. and, and stealing those moments of, of that brain dump has been one of the most therapeutic, uh, yeah, therapeutic exercises I have. And so I just never thought about it as a tool performance. So mm -hmm. I've loved this conversation. And for our audience, highly encourage you go analog, go old school, go find a pen that you love and a notebook that, that gives you that emotion where you have that own listening ear, uh, at your disposable anytime that you want. And so, uh, love this conversation. Of course, we'd love to hear from you guys. Head over to athleteceo.com. You can access the show notes, all the resources that we've mentioned in this conversation. And until next time, stay humble, stay hungry, and always be a pro.